You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. That is that. That's that Southern MIT. Do you have a gap in your teeth? Did you just realize that? No, I have a gap in real life, but I had it filled in when I came to California because I didn't want to look like I just got off the cabbage patch. Got that shit fixed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we invite your apprehensive listeners. Welcome to the Afro Existential Podcast, a play and podcast in one. We're your host, Blaine Sparks Teamer and Indira Wilson. And for the next 25, give or take minutes, we ask you to take a moment. Ladies and gentlemen. And think outside your box. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome to Afro X. Plus, the new Friday edition of the Afro Existential Podcast. Hello and welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again. We're adding our Friday podcast on to give you a little extra sugar for the end of your week. To get you started and... uh, And kick off that weekend. And kick off that weekend with a bang. So this week in our Afro X Plus bonus moment... We are going to have an interview of a very, very special guest, an important part of the Afro Existential Podcast. We are interviewing my uncle, Alistair Justin Black, the founder of Theater in the Black. And we are so happy to have the opportunity to let him tell his story. For those of you who have not had the chance, which I don't understand what you're doing, but it's okay if you haven't had the chance to go and listen to Dead Weight, A Journey in Afro-Existentialism, Alastair is the host and the narrator who helps take us on the journey through the different episodes of Dead Weight. And he told me to tell you to please pronounce his name Alistair and to stop saying Alistair. I think he kind of had some feelings about the way his name was being pronounced. It's Alistair by, by you. Alistair by me, yes. Yes. <laughs> by me. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was uh, pronouncing it in the, um, in the English uh, uh, pronunciation, the Alistair, but Alistair. You got Alistair. Right, Alistair. Yeah. I know. Yes. I know. He didn't take it personally. He just, a lot of people get it confused and he just wanted to get get it correct. 
by the time the series is over again. We just wanted to make sure everybody said it correctly. Alistair. Everybody he met me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) I'll get it. I'm going to get it together. Alistair Justin Black. I'm sorry to your dear uncle. It's okay. Well, here we go. And you'll learn all about Alistair and where he came from. Exciting. Give me a beat. If you've been listening to Dead Weight, A Journey in Afro-Existentialism, you know him as the narrator of uh, the play, Alistair Justin Black. But I know him as my favorite uncle of all time, and I'm so honored to have him on our podcast. Welcome, Uncle Alistair. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me on the relaunch. Since I was not on the original broadcast, I was afraid that perhaps the director was not uh, was not happy with my performance. Oh no, you are absolutely fantastic. Okay, Alistair, I told you over and over and over again how, how you elevated the whole thing and made it and gave it that panache that it needed you were fan you were absolutely oh, we fan. Thought you were and then i realized the same thing i was absolutely fabulous there is no doubt there is not the slightest doubt any longer i guess it's true what they say better late than never right or am i wrong or they say you save the best for at last you save your headliner for the end now pull yourself together i really thought we had worked all of this out already listen but- we get so many listener questions about who you are, where you came from, how we know you. So why don't we start by you telling our audience all about yourself. Hi, I'll make it brief. Hi, I'll make it Well, I was born in France on January 25th, 1944. My father was an African-American soldier who returned home not knowing he had fathered a child, allegedly, reportedly. (laughs) My mother was a can-can girl in a fully bergere who can-canned my ass to an orphanage, (laughs) where I lived until I was adopted by another performer. I had 11 brothers and sisters from all over the world. Mother liked to call us her rainbow tribe. And for a while, we lived in a 15th century chateau in the southern part of France. Oh, how interesting. This story sounds so familiar for some reason. Well, it should. It's your history. I'm sure you've heard it many a times. Hmm. I don't like to be disturbed. most mothers, when they go away and they return, they return with a souvenir. Our mother would return with another child. Well, after a while, it was more crowded there than it was at the orphanage. Well, with so many children, mother had a hard time making ends meet, and so we were all herded to Monaco, where Aunt Gracie looked after us while mother worked. Aunt Gracie said I looked too much like a black not to be a black, so she called a friend of hers from home. She was originally from Philadelphia. 
Apparently, Aunt Gracie knew my father, Goodwin Black. Her hunch was right, and it turned out I was a black. And I was sent home to Philadelphia and raised by my Aunt Lillian. She was a black. And she was quite the eccentric character. Look at me! What do you see? Well, when she transitioned, I was, of course, the sole benefactor of her estate. And I inherited it, her entire salt and pepper shaker collection. She had hundreds and hundreds of salt and pepper shakers, all different shapes and sizes. She got a kick out of salt and pepper shakers. Oh, I love salt and pepper shakers. She even had one salt and pepper shaker that looked like salt and pepper. And on the side, on the side it said, now shake it real good. Oh, that's very interesting. But that's a whole story for another day. All right. But please remember. I also inherited the family's 200-year-old farmhouse in New Hope, Pennsylvania. And this is where Aunt Lillian lived for years and years with the love of her life, her beloved miniature pony, of which she named Pony. But she spelled Pony with an I, not a Y. She was very, very, very clear about that. Don't spell my pony's name with an Y. It's an I. An interesting side note, Indikia. Oh my gosh, that is so true, Indikia. One year, I sent Pony a birthday card, and when I wrote out the check, I wrote out the check paid to the order of Pony, but I spelled Pony with a Y, not an I, and Aunt Lillian uh, ripped the check in half and sent the whole card back. So I knew next time to spell it right. <coughs> anyway, I digress. Two summers ago, I went back to the farm to check on what is now my little pony, and I found in the attic a box labeled Goodwin Black's Journals. You see, Goodwin was my father and her younger brother, who was quite the bon vivant of his time, and apparently he lived up to his name. I would not be surprised, Indonesia, if I have another set of siblings spread out all over the world. Actually, with that blonde hair and those hazel eyes that you have, I wouldn't be surprised if you weren't half black. Indonesia, where are your Indir people actually yeah, from? Well, my family is from Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh. Oh. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A long time ago. Aunt Lillian told me the story of how when Goodwin was a young man, he dreamed of being an entertainer. And his dream was to be the first black 
to perform a mime routine on the radio. Really? On the radio? I've never heard. He was that good. He could have been a contender. But Aunt Lillian said her father forbade it. Goodwin Sr. said the first black to put on white face paint and do a mime routine on the radio or anywhere else was going to be the last black to do so. So mime your black ass back upstairs and open those books, boy. Now you have to remember, it was a different time and people really didn't appreciate mimes like they do now. Or black men performing in white face paint. Anyway, Goodwin was heartbroken into Nakia. And he stopped talking to his father after that. Why did he stop talking to him? You know, because mimes don't talk. Now, I don't know if it was because his son stopped talking to him or the stress of thinking his son was going to sneak out one night in white face or if it was the psoriasis of the liver. But my grandfather died not long after. So Goodwin put the white face paint away and left to serve in World War II. However, he swore if he made it back home alive that one day he would start his own theater company and, and would one day make his dream come true in Donakia. And do you know what that dream was in Donakia? Of being the first black mime to perform? On the radio. Sadly, it never came to fruition. Did he die in the war? No, no. He returned home with a purple heart and chlamydia. And after all that cleared up, as he promised, he started Theater in the Black. And he began his mime training again. He had a young uh, mime partner. and their, Their act was called Goodwin and Marceau. And they had a spectacular show planned for opening night. Tragically, however, my father died on opening night before he could even moonwalk on the stage. Apparently, the white face paint he had used was lead-based and had slowly been poisoning him to death. Allegedly, reportedly. But his partner went on, and the rest is history. So you see, Grandfather was actually right. The first black to perform was the last black to perform in whiteface. Now, you can really take all of this with a grain of salt and pepper. (laughs) Since I'm not sure when Aunt Lillian's dementia really kicked it full throttle. However, I did find my father's notes for Theater in the Black, and we are forging ahead with my father's vision to create plays that encourage people to think outside of the box. And to give a voice to all the mimes who have had no voice before. Because Because mimes mimes don't don't talk. talk.
Exactly. Have there been any famous people who've come through Theater in the Black that you can talk about? I really don't like to name drop. I think it's very gauche. I think it's very tacky. I don't like it. But I'm starting to warm up to you, Endoshiki. I see you're trying so hard. So I will tell you about this one little colored girl that started off with, with me and my acting classes many years ago. She had a very mousy voice. She had asthma, so she always spoke in a whisper. It was always very breathy. And, and on top of that, the poor thing had vitiligo. But I could see past the vitiligo. I told her she should see past it. And just pass. I had her bleach those little brown polka dots and bleach that hair. And I threw away her breathalyzer. And I said, you don't work for asthma. You make that asthma work for you. Create a new persona. Norma Jean, I said, you look like a Marilyn. And, well, you know, the rest is history. But that's a story for another day. All right. But please remember... Blaine, wow, what an interesting life your uncle has lived. Amazing. It's hard to believe that he's lived and done and seen all those things. He's quite a character. He's quite a character at all of our gatherings and family reunions. We just kind of sit around and listen to these great stories. He's like a historian. I bet he is. A griot even, maybe. A griot or a jelly. We learned a new word. A jelly. Yeah, mm -hmm. which you guys will learn more about in the later episode to come. Well, that has been a, frankly, a, uh, a wonderful interview and uh, I was happy to learn more. I hope we can have him back again. He's a lot of, a lot of fun. And again, if you have not had the chance to listen to episode one and two of Dead Weight, A Journey in Afro Existentialism, please go back and check it out. It is on all of the podcast platforms and everywhere you get your podcasts, as well as the Broadway Podcast Network. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at AfroXPodcast. That's AfroEXPodcast. And don't forget to tell them about our website, Indira. Right. Our website is www.afroxpodcast.com. And X is expodcast.com. We have a listener request. As you all know, we are going through an Afro existential crisis as a world with all the pandemic and the social unrest. And we want to hear from our listeners about what they're doing to cope and deal and manage all that they're going through right now. If you have any solutions or wisdom or guidance, please send us an audio file. We'll share it on the show. You can send it to our email at afroxpodcast at gmail.com or you can shoot it to us at our Facebook page at afroxpodcast and on Facebook. We want to hear from you and we want to share in this experience and get some solutions to how we can get through it together. 
Exactly. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Afro X plus the new Friday edition. And stay tuned for episode three of Dead Weight, a journey in Afro existentialism, which comes out on Monday. Have a great day on purpose. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.